1: Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat.
0: I'm Wendy. And I'm
1: Tara. On today's episode, we have some nerd news. We're going to uh, carry on with our virtual pride festival. And we're going to take mm-hmm. a trip mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. trailer. <laughs> I always forget to give you space for that. <laughs> and we're also going to go, we're going to pay a visit to the, uh, the old trailer park. Now, 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 now. But first, nerd news.
2: We got nerd news coming over the wire. Take it away, Kat. We've got to work on our skills. <laughs> jam, jam. Jam. Nerd news.
1: So on August 7th, if you're so inclined, you can order your very own uh, LP, which is an al- a record album. <laughs> uh, that's a big disc, right, cat? <laughs> that's one of those big ones? It's like a Frisbee? Oh, okay. Yeah. You can order your very own Xena Warrior Princess Liar, Liar Hearts on Fire double sided picture disc vinyl. Picture. Because, you know, this this episode aired in 2000. And since then, people have just been chomping at the bit
2: (laughs) for For the album version. The album version. That was, a fun, that was a fun musical, though. My friends and I used to play those songs. and We'd dance and sing, you know. It was okay. Dancing in the Moonlight? Yeah, yeah I, I just,
0: yeah, I'm so happy I'm going to be able to listen to Ted Ramey's version of Dancing in the Moonlight.
2: It was fun. I'll <laughs> never forget my dear, dear friend. Bev and Gina dancing to that outside the car. So it brings me happy memories, this musical, you know. I'm, I'm crying. it I'm sure it'll be a cool... I have a record player. You know, packaging
0: will be cool. Yeah, oh, I'm it's a great collectible.
2: It. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be like a fun
0: listen, like a party or something.
2: Yeah. It was a fun musical, you know? <laughs> you no can. judge us that buy it, I shall <laughs> buy it.
1: Well, when you get it, we'll do. you, you can give us like a, a review. You can tell us all about the.
2: I will. The I'm surprised they're still making the Xena musical album LP. I mean, I, was there a demand for it? I don't know,
0: but I'm going to get it. But it's a 20 year anniversary, obviously, and they're probably vinyl's a cool thing to do now. That's true. So and people probably already have a disc version of it if they really wanted it from back As in the thousands. So <laughs> this has everybody buying a new thing with cool new pictures and
2: Are you mm. saying I'm a sucker for their advertisement? No.
0: I mean I'll probably get it too. It's a collector. You don't even have an item. Why well, have oh. a Paula Cole record? That's oh. I'm starting
2: my collection.
1: Well, you can pre order starting June seventeenth. So you're have you ordered it yet?
2: No, I have not. But no. have we seen a cost? How much is this thing?
1: That's a good question. I've not seen it. Don't know. Mm.
2: Well, cost is no issue. I'll get this album no matter what. <laughs>
1: I'm sure it's reasonable. It's not going to be sure too it's much. It's not
2: going to be like yeah, twenty
0: five bucks or something.
2: Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. <laughs> oh, oh and it's I was wrong. Some nice, nice Close pictures. Though. Nice pictures. Mm,
1: okay. Yeah, it's cool. It's great.
2: I love you, Zena. I miss you feel like I've been unfaithful to Zena over the last few years, so I'm going to get her album.
1: Speaking of Lucy Lawless, who was Zena. So Music Cares COVID-19, which is a relief fund for, for people who I think are out of work because of the COVID-19. They're putting on a live music.
0: A live, oh, okay. Uh, Four people out of work. These people that are doing it
2: are not out of work. No, no, no. It's to money. It's still okay. not doing it for people themselves. <laughs> okay. I think people like Sting are still doing okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay.
1: I think people who, who have the money maybe to not work, help others or helping others. Yes. It's called soundtrack of our lives, a celebration for the film and TV music community. And it's going to honor composers, songwriters, music editors, music supervisors, studio executives, and others who helped to score and create soundtracks for countless Hollywood projects. Many of whom have been out of work because of the ongoing uh, pause on film and TV production. Uh, And so some of the the names involved, there's a lot of people involved. A lot. It's a long paragraph. Like Danny Elfman, uh, Catherine O'Hara, Hans Zimmer, Catherine O'Hara, Ming-Na Wen, Weirdo Yankovic. William Shatner.
2: Marla Gibbs. (laughs) Lucy Lawless. Mandy
0: Moore and Zachary Levi are reunited from Tangled.
2: Oh, I do like that. Both Mandy
0: and Zachary. Maybe they'll do a duet.
2: They sing. I see the. I see the light. Oh, I love that song.
0: People are going to sing.
2: Some may just be speaking. I don't know that everyone's singing.
1: Oh, okay, okay, that's good. And Rita Wilson, I like her. Rita, yeah, frowning out the whole lot. And Rita Wilson.
2: <laughs> hey, she did the rap. She's awesome.
1: No, she is awesome. I don't know why John Stamos is before her on this list. Anyway,
2: is it alphabetical order? No. Wait, no. It's not. nope. So I don't know.
1: It is not Dave Coulier. Who doesn't mm. love Dave Collier? Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> so this thing will be on a uh, stream. It's going to be streaming on June 25th, noon Pacific time. You can find it on YouTube, on Rolling Stone, Variety, and Grammys, social channels, as well as soundtracklives.com. So I'm sure, I wonder if you got to pay. Is that how they're making the money here?
2: Oh, I think you don't hmm. have to pay, but then they probably ask for donations
1: maybe.
0: Okay.
2: I guess. So that's I don't
0: like know. a Thursday at noon. That's interesting.
1: It is an interesting wonder, time and date. I wonder why.
2: I'm excited by the actual film score people. I'm like Hans Zimmer. That's cool.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you think, are you, so are you guys interested? Will you, do you think you'll tune into this uh,
2: thing? I will, yeah, especially if I don't have to pay off the top. I'll definitely, it doesn't say anything about like you have to pay to listen, but
0: I like that it honors the composers, songwriters, music editors, music supervisors, but studio executives—not
2: <laughs> so much. <laughs> I don't really think I would lump
1: them in together.
2: No, I think the studio executives are doing okay, probably.
1: To be fair, to play devil's advocate, uh, sometimes this like the studio executive that could be like just the sort of the the music department at a studio.
2: Ah, uh, okay. And mm-hmm. so,
1: if they have nothing to work on, there's no shows that they're and they help from my understanding, they help music supervisors get rights for songs and licenses mm. that kind of thing. But it, yeah, they could have maybe been more specific because studio executive does not, it doesn't, you know, oh God, how are the studio executives? I hope they're okay. Yeah, we're like, the first yeah. people
0: we're really worried about. <laughs> we really want to honor those guys, not the creative people behind everything.
1: Totally get it.
2: Well, and then, you know, you just have to look at how much how much TV have we all watched and how much has music played a part in that? Or music we've listened to during this time when we've been all locked in our houses and you know For sure. Like like someone said, you know, where people turn to art, to T V to film, to music. So, you know, I'll I'll check it out. I don't know what the deal is with the is it a donation or do you have to pay? But you know. Yeah. It's got and, a lot of people I like involved, so
1: Exactly. I'm and yeah, I'm sure it'll be it'll at least be entertaining. I'm sure. Oh look,
2: Paul Rubens. Wee herman's involved oh perfect <laughs> so there you go if you weren't sold before <laughs> you are now bet.
1: so uh warner brothers is launching something called dc fandome it's an online global event it sounds like they this is the kind of stuff that they would have been doing for comic con right so it seems like yeah. they're kind of making their own version of it
2: Yeah, instead, maybe they may not be participating really in the online San Diego, which may be fine. They might have enough without this. But this, I'm sure, would have been a big part of the actual in-person Comic-Con. But now,
1: they're going rogue. So it's free. And it's going to be a place, basically, you can go, there's going to be big announcements. There's some new content. It's going to be talking about all their DC properties, including TV, movies, games, comics as well but it's only going to be up for 24 hours which is interesting. And it's going to be all the titles. I'm not going to go through all the titles but it's, you know, Aquaman, the Batman, Batwoman, Black Lightning, Legends Wonder of Tomorrow 1984
2: is a big one. I'll be there. <laughs> yes, for that. Wonder Woman's on
1: there. New uh Watchmen which is cool. So yeah, this is uh it sounds Ooh. like they're having their own 24-hour convention. It sounds pretty cool. Well,
2: that's okay. That's curious. Watchmen. Because Watchmen was one and done. Is there another film coming out? Is there a possible season two? Are they just talking about like games or comic versions? It could be just in general.
1: I mean, there could be a panel. Yeah, that's true. Could have a a never before seen scenes or cut scenes or something. That'd be cool. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm down for this. So that's August 22nd at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Pacific. So you'll have 24 hours to check all this stuff out.
2: Yeah, set, set a date alarm, because it's that's a while right. away. We have time. Yeah.
1: Maybe, but, you know what? I bet we see a new trailer for Wonder Woman.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Come out of this. Wait. Because now it's been pushed back to early October, so.
1: <sighs> oh, Wonder Woman. Want womp. Someday we'll be able to watch you. Someday. Well, speaking of the DC Universe, Justice League, the Snyder Cut is coming. It's uh, Let's go to the trailer park, guys. Let's talk about this. So the tri- this is for Justice League, right? It's it's um,
2: yeah. The uh, oft rumored, you know, Zack Snyder had to leave the project. Joss Whedon took over, and people been right. clamoring for the Snyder cut, which apparently is there's a lot more difference from what Joss did than uh, than I realized. So I'm intrigued, and and yeah. the tiny clip we have here is of Wonder Woman of Diana. Uh, it is look at a and it's stuffy definitely- thing.
1: You know, it's, you're not, you know, there's really no explanation as to what you're seeing or what you're looking at. And, but it, I mean, if that means that there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it into the, to, to, to the Whedon cut.
2: From what I read, yeah, there was a whole, it was, it's a whole different direction of the film possibly. So I definitely before, you know, I checked this out at some point, I I want to rewatch the original just to refresh my memory Oh, for sure. I like to the original. Yeah. I like Joss, So, but I'm curious to see where this one goes.
1: And you can see that on HBO Max in 2021. Another
2: little issue this raises, all the clamoring people have done for the Snyder Cut, released the Snyder Cut, and now they're getting it. If this thing is huge, how many other th- projects or, you know, we demand this cut, we demand this, will companies look at and say, you know what? They released that Snyder Cut, and look how much money they made. Because... People showed up and people signed up to the service and people, you know. So I'll be curious to see if other. You just want the original JJ cut? I do, and if this helps me get it, bring it. (laughs) A Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) I want the three hour plus JJ cut of Rise (laughs) of Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) I whatever it takes to get there.
1: How much would you pay for that, Wendy? Like, what's Uh, the what's the most you would pay to watch the three hour JJ cut?
2: You mean like just a like a one time viewing or signing up for a service or uh say, you get put in you win a spe- you you get you win a special contest
0: that allows you the option to purchase a ticket for blank amount of money to go see it in a theater $500 $500 okay whoa that would yeah. be 500 for,
2: for one and done just to see it the one time just if 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 it was fully what JJ had in mind and it's like 3 hours plus and it's all the stuff you'd heard about that he wanted to do. Yeah, I want to see that take and if it's one and done 500 bucks, I'm not saying it wouldn't hurt, but I'm just saying I'd do it. I thought you'd say a thousand, so. Oh, i would
1: throw in some money for you, Wendy. I'd, I'd help you out if you told me what it was what was in there. I'll give you like 50 Thank bucks. You. <laughs>
2: well, I'll take it. I'll pay for my popcorn
1: <laughs> and maybe some wat- like a water, small water.
2: Yeah. Right? <laughs> and some
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, it's pushing it. <laughs> Either way.
1: Especially now, when theaters, when they open, they're going to have to be. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Lord.
2: I don't know if I'll get back to a the theater anytime soon. I've been looking at surround sound. Yeah, <laughs> I that, might, that might be my theater for a while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Okay. There's a new series coming to HBO in August. There's a lot of HBO content in this episode so far.
0: Hmm.
1: It's called Lovecraft Country. It's based on a book. And the showrunners, Misha Green, she did Underground. I don't know if you guys know that show. And this show is going to be produced by Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. Speaking of J.J., it's starring Jonathan Majors, Journey Smollett. Is it Smollett? It's Smollett, right?
0: She was in Harley Quinn. Oh, cool. Yeah. And And I recognize her. It's Smollett. She's Jussie Smollett's sister.
1: She is. But, Let's not talk about it.
0: Yes, <laughs> talk about him. But she was really great in the new Harley Quinn movie, and I was like, "Where oh, do I know her face?" Because she played Michelle Tanner's friend on Full House when she was a little girl, and I That's recognized amazing. her face from Full House original nice job.
1: She's also in Underground, actually, where she worked with Misha for the first time. It also stars Courtney B Vance and Michael Kenneth Williams. This trailer looks incredible it's super creepy
0: there's a lot going on yeah yeah tara's I already I, can I don't know if i could watch Tara's it. not doing it's the creepy, creepy for me.
1: it looks intense uh i am excited for this show this looks really good are you when gonna get
0: it? hbo max uh,
1: i already have it
0: oh, <laughs> so you have wow. HBO max? what's on it right now even i have go what's the difference
1: well go is now max have you have you gone into go. hbo go recently
2: apparently oh not. go
1: is now max Yes, quietly in the night. The logo.
2: So I will have all these things that are coming out on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, it's okay. it's it's HBO there was streaming.
0: Like HBO Now, and then there's also HBO Go. Oh, my God, now, now. Consolidated God, to because HBO Now was like the digital version of HBO, but you also had the HBO subscription. But then HBO Go was if you didn't want to pay for if you didn't have a TV or whatever, and you just wanted to pay for the streaming. Streaming,
1: content, yeah, right? that's the one that we had, yeah. That's how I was able to catch up on... What's it called? What's that thing with the guys and the swords?
2: Game of Game Thrones?
1: Thrones? Game of Thrones. That's how I caught up on that.
2: The guy hey. with the sword.
1: <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. I should have said the dragons.
2: Oh, yeah. But no, I, I you, yeah
1: cool. So you So you already have it. You have all the things. You have all the things.
2: Well, thank yeah. goodness. I don't need to buy more things.
1: <laughs> uh, but it looks great. I can't wait. And... Uh, I will be watching that. It's so, it's so real. It's such a relief that there's still new stuff coming that we, they haven't run out of TV yet. That's, yeah. that's makes me happy.
2: I don't think they'll ever run out of TV, but it is nice that there were things maybe that were done that they're able to release. Exactly. Who knows when we'll get new content, but luckily we have so much content, like just for people to catch up on till that point.
1: That's true. Uh, speaking of HBO again, <laughs> we are not sponsored by HBM. But we would be if they were <laughs> we're not opposed. Yeah. Nope. So on June 28th, a new series based on the Michelle McNamara book, I'll be gone in the dark, is coming. Are you guys true crime fans at all? You guys? I am.
0: Definitely. You are.
1: And I'm great. Familiar with this case, the Golden State Killer. That's right. So the book is great. I've read the book. And Michelle McNamara, unfortunately she passed away before the book was finished. And so some of her her friends basically the, the the some of the dudes that were helping her research the book finished it for her. Like they put together all her notes and they figured out where she was going with the book. And this book is essentially her obsession over this case, the Golden State Killer, and you know her looking not only looking not only writing a book about the cases but also she was actively trying to solve this case and she got she was kind of involved in the investigation and uh she's the one that actually coined the name golden state killer because they she fig- she figured out and some other guys figured out that this one person was re- responsible for three sort of hotspots of murders in california and so they all had three they had three different names for that serial killer and she tied it all together and said, let's call it one name and so that we have kind of a focus so all these agencies can focus their efforts on this one case. Such a great book. And I am so excited about this series version of it. So I'm, I'm looking right. forward to
0: it. Yeah, because it's, it's a mix of the actual, like a true crime for that case and then also her story of writing the book and some of the interviews that they had with her um, and the story behind the writing of the book as well as all the facts from the case and all the, everything that she uncovered. So it looks really yes. cool.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. And
0: creepy in a good way. I can watch yeah. creepy true crime. I'm all into that, but I don't want to watch it th- theatrically where to make you feel like you're actually about to be stabbed or something. I don't like it's that.
1: So interesting. <laughs> That's interesting.
0: But I love like true crime going to the minds of the serial killers. That sort of thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. That is love that. interesting. Love it. Yeah. No,
2: I, so, yeah, no, I, I'm curious. I have questions about, like, that's cool. So, so she was basically obsessed with these, with this type of thing and took it on herself to research it and look into the facts and clues and.
1: Yeah, exactly. She had a true crime blog that was very popular and that sort of led her to, to writing the book.
2: That sounds yeah. interesting. I didn't realize it was a series. So it's a series. It's not just a. I
1: think it is. One and yeah. done oh, I, I didn't it. realize that. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me look. Oh, God forbid we get anything wrong. I'm, I'm looking right now. Six-part okay. Okay. documentary series.
2: Okay. I didn't doubt you. I was just curious.
1: I just, no, <laughs> but I, I, I don't want to. I don't like to make mistakes. Especially with names.
0: You're a stickler.
1: I am. That's me. Wendy, did you have a – didn't you want to do a shout-out? I do. I do want to do
2: a shout-out. Now, look, this is a movie that's coming out. It's called The Nest. So far, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, even though it's not coming out yet. So I don't know who's been seeing this thing. But <laughs> it's about a, a dysfunctional marriage between two privileged people. Not the thing I would normally care about one way or the other. However, there's one reason I care about this, and that would be Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon is in this with Jude Law. <laughs> and again, I say if you've never watched The Leftovers or seen this woman do anything... You just don't know. Carrie Coon's awesome. And so I, I will take it upon myself to watch whatever Carrie Coon does because she's cool. And uh still have not watched season two of Fargo that she was in, but I'll get to that. But um yeah. So The Nest coming out, thriller, drama, privileged married people having issues. I don't know. Maybe th- maybe there's some sci-fi element. I don't think so. But whatever. It's <laughs> Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon. So.
1: All right. Is this coming out on like like a streaming platform? Must be.
2: I... I feel like it's attempting to come out in theaters. Ooh. I wow. mean, they have a release date. Uh, I think it's like a legit film that in theory will come out in theaters. But, you know, who knows? I mean, it's not due out till September. So, Lim- limited in stream. In th- oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. In theaters on September 18th. On disc mm-hmm. or streaming also September 18th. So, ah. watch it wherever you feel
1: comfortable. Nice. Yeah. That's smart, I think. That's I, really smart.
2: It's an IFC film. It's you know, so they're probably just trying the whole uh let it out all across all the platforms and see what happens. Mm-hmm. We might still be stuck in homes by then, so you never know.
0: <laughs> Let's hope not. All right. Can I talk
2: about my girl now? Which
1: yes, that? Yes. Kyler Lee.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank She's you. a girl,
2: eh?
1: Are we going to our Pride Festival? I think so. Let's be go Here go. We
0: go. <laughs> 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 Pride. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> We're in the club. Get used to it. We, yes. <laughs> We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. And Kyler Lee says that she's queer too. What?
2: What? Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kyler Lee is a married lady. I forget the name of her husband. I'm sure he's a very nice man. I have seen his band, East of Eli, (laughs) in person, in concert. It is really great. But I have to be honest, I went there because Kyler was also performing with him. She's a great singer. Hmm. Uh, But his band, I actually downloaded a few of the songs, even the ones she wasn't in, because they're just really good. That's also the night that I won a really great guitar that they were raffling off. So (laughs) it was a good night for me. Well played. Yeah. So... I also met Kyler that night after the show because she was just a really cool lady and just was hanging out. She was sweet as can be, super cute. Mm-hmm. Um and she has always been a LGBTQ ally advocate, you know, uh, she's on Supergirl where she plays an LGBTQ a lesbian <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> a lesbian character. She's the L of the LGBTQ. Uh. Um and Her coming out scene was on Supergirl in season two was I think I even mentioned it on this podcast as one of my favorite coming out scenes in all of television or movies Um, because it felt so realistic to me. And she did such a great job of portraying that that kind of anxiety of actually saying it out loud and telling somebody that you really love and you have no idea how they're going to react. It was just such a great scene. Mm -hmm. And she's also on Grey's Anatomy. And as you know, I'm a big Grey's fan.
2: I had uh, yeah,
0: so I'm rewatching Grays, and she's on where so I'm just a lot of Kyler's coming at me right now and also catching up on Supergirl as well, so Kyler posted uh, earlier this month, um, I'm going to read you her post because it's, mm. she says it better than I ever could. so uh, this is what she posted to her account. When I was told that my character was to come out in season two, a flurry of thoughts and emotions flew through and around me because of the responsibility I personally felt to authentically represent Alex's journey. Ooh, that's a long sentence. What I didn't realize was how the scene where she finally confessed her truth would leap off the pages of the script and genuinely become a variation of my own in real life. My heart felt like it was going to beat out of my chest with each take we filmed. Every time, presenting another opportunity to get those honest words out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Though they don't exactly match my personal dialogue, the heart behind it surely did. From the director, the press, the media, the cast, and the fans, I'm still told that it was one of the most realistic coming out scenes they'd ever witnessed. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. And to steal Alex's words, that's because there's some truth to what she said about me. She goes on to say, here's the kicker, though. Since that episode aired, I was told from dear friends and even avid watchers of Supergirl that they would no longer watch the show because of the fact that Alex's journey took a turn from their less than acceptable beliefs. Soon after, they began to distance themselves, and eventually my family and I were outcasts, marking the loss of many folks we loved. However, after the initial sting, I don't hold a grudge toward the negative response because, as I said, we have all had a hard time in one way or another with acceptance, whatever the subject may be, whether towards ourselves or others. Uh, it's been a long and lonely road for both my husband and myself, but I can wholeheartedly say that after all these years, he and I are still discovering the depths of ourselves and each other. But throughout our dur- journey, we've learned to be proud of who we are, no matter what the cost. Wow. So. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot in so, there. Uh, there is a um, lot to process.
1: <laughs> there is, I mean, and you know, we, this is not the first time that a, a someone portraying a gay character or a queer character has kind of come to terms with their own, you know, journey, if you will. So this happens a lot, which is it's pretty incredible.
0: She's been married to this to this this guy for uh, since she was really young. So they've been okay. together for some, oh, at least fifteen years at this point, at least. Got it.
1: Wow. Okay. And then, but then to hear that they got kind of their family and friends were were distancing themselves because of the character coming out on this TV show. That's crazy. That's crazy. That sucks. Right. And then that builds that
0: fear inside you even more. Like, my God, if my character is just coming, a character I play on TV is just coming out as gay and I'm getting this response, what kind of response am I going to get if I actually tell people that I might you know that i might be queer or bi and they won't definitely won't understand if i'm married you know that sort of thing so yeah Uh, and even though she's married to a man she good for her it's definitely allowed to have feelings for anyone you know any sex that she wants so it's uh very cool that she you know she didn't have to do this (laughs) she's no you know uh, So it's just really great that she took that chance. And she was obviously aware of what she could lose by doing that because of her yeah, fictional very, very coming out. Aware. Yeah, that got that backlash. Um, So, yeah, that just makes me like her even more. And if it doesn't work That's out awesome. with her and her husband, well, hey, I'm here. <laughs> <If> she,
2: <laughs> if she needs a shoulder to cry on. You're always offering... Activity, I'm not rooting uh, against them. It's really cool. Yeah. They make beautiful music together. So Good I thought you were waiting to see where Kelly goes after her recent
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that. So my other girl, Kelly Clarkson, who I've been a fan of since her American Idol back when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Um, One of my first girl crushes. Uh, well, that's not true. There's a lot of first real <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> My first girl crush when I was about six or seven or something like that. <laughs> awesome. But anyway, that's unrelated. <laughs> Kelly that's, a different, that's a different is episode. going through a hard time right now. She mm-hmm. is getting divorced from her husband of about seven years. They have two children together, and she's a stepmom to two of his children. Mm. Um, so it's very difficult. Uh, I can't speak for Kelly, but... <laughs> You know, it's a tough time. And I'm also here for her if she needs anything. That's good to know. And there, you know, there's you. still a chance for us, but still you know, a I so just want to be friends.
2: <laughs> if I if I see her at the party, I'll, I'll she's let a let Texas girl and she's
0: awesome, and I want her to be happy, and if she's not happy in this marriage then maybe you're the one I've who could had... make her happy. <laughs> Well, maybe, but let's, we'll be supportive no matter what she does.
2: <laughs> That's good.
0: Look, I you. might be busy with Kyler. I can't, I can't, Gonna want to close myself <laughs> off.
1: Is Kelly out as queer? No.
2: Not at all. Not, just, a, not even remotely. She's very friendly. She's, she's very, very supportive. I don't know. Way supportive.
0: She's like, you know, even, she gets a ton of backlash too from some people, but she is like really a big advocate
2: yeah she's even in a wayfair commercial right now with two men obviously two <laughs> cohabitating trying to de- decorate their kitchen and uh, kelly pops in out of nowhere to help them <laughs> that's cute decide on an island yeah. for their kitchen
0: and she so. posted something about um a like a lesbian wedding or these two yeah, girls. Got, yeah, yeah. yeah and she got a ton of backlash about it and then she went on just saying hey y'all you need to stop this madness and like, we're not gonna damn. Even yeah she's like if you got a problem with this or that i support this then just you need to get off my page yep so mm-hmm.
2: we love kelly
1: we do. thanks kelly clarkson <laughs> just for
0: being you yeah seriously, seriously. and she has a voice of an angel <laughs>
2: <laughs> she does indeed
1: i feel like we'll, we need to have a kelly clarkson episode
2: uh, yeah. What do you think,
1: Tara? We did, we do why, that? why don't
2: we try to get her on? Yeah, let's get her on the show. But you can't tell okay. her
0: that I had a crush on her. I don't want anybody to know that.
2: Oh, we're telling her. Well, no, I can't that's say that. That's
1: just my secret. I'm going to replay this in- entire oh, segment no. to her. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when she comes life. on.
0: But it was. was at a pivotal time in my life where I was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think this is for real. <laughs> hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm All right then. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all I got.
1: That's all you got. Okay. All right. So we're going to move on to our Pride Film Festival. Our our. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Pride. So before we get started, I want to I want to um, to say one thing on behalf of Snop, we would like to apologize to our listeners for asking them to watch this movie. If you watch the movie all the way through, you get extra points, you email us and let us know that, and then we will send you something nice because I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Please
0: give us your review when you yes. do send. Please. I'm 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 open to other views, but I have my own.
2: <laughs> oh, does
1: she? So the movie that we watched this week Is called Les Bomb It's by Writer-director Jenna Lorenzo Who's also the star of the film And it's available on Netflix I think it's from 2018 (sighs) So this is supposed to be (laughs) I think this is supposed to be a romantic comedy
0: That's what it's That's what it's advertised as Yes, it was very
1: misleading It is neither romantic Or funny
0: (laughs) In okay, I opinion. have to admit, I did laugh. There was a couple times, yeah, that I did laugh. Itchy Lady Garden. I, oh yeah, it was mostly <laughs> Clorous Lee.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, so
0: this film has some big stars in it, right? It
1: does. Bruce Jern is also in it, Kevin Pollack.
2: Elaine Hendricks, I like. Uh Steve Gutenberg. Sure.
1: Yeah. And uh, so the the premise is Lauren is dating this lovely <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Lauren is dating this lovely young lady named Haley. Is she? Lauren is not out to her family yet, and uh, it's Thanksgiving, so she's going to. Uh, she wants. To, she's invited Haley to go home with her. They're gonna. She's going to come out to her family, and Haley and her family are going to spend Thanksgiving together. It's going to be great. What could go wrong?
2: Everything apparently.
0: When you're first thinking of the perfect time <sighs> to come out to your family. <laughs> Not just your mom and dad, but your extended family. Yes. What, what a better holiday. time than a holiday known for its own set of hijinks? Anyway, not only come out to all of them, but
1: invite the person you're dating
0: to come with you to in- to introduce them.
1: Right. So you're gonna. The, her plan was I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come out, and then like an hour later, you're gonna be there. Like, don't you think maybe? If you don't know how your parents are going to react, maybe give them some time.
0: Maybe do it a couple weeks beforehand. Yeah, you know, or uh, any other time. Literally any other time exactly. than Thanksgiving with yeah. inviting your
1: yeah. It's such a partner. it's such a I mean it's such a stressful day, right? It's usually not like unless you're just showing up and you know bringing some yams, green <laughs> yams. Right. It's a stressful day, anyways.
0: Right. And there's and then, a lot of distractions going on in general. Yes. Right?
1: It's a, it's a bad plan,
0: guys. <laughs> it's a terrible plan.
2: Yet. And yet. Yet. <laughs> yet it could have made for an entertaining film. However, it didn't.
1: It didn't. I feel like this could have been a short film. This, this maybe yes. would have worked better as a short.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, I believe. I think so i it got to a point of ridiculousness, yes. with the whole I have something to tell you, yet you're gonna start talking about something else, or um, I am gonna get cut off or something's gonna be get turned on fire or something, and we're something's gonna stop me from saying this, or something I will say it, but then you're distracted by something else. It got to a level of ridiculousness that just was maddening. And not in a funny, like, oh, no, not again. It was like, my God, if this happens again, I want to just, I hope the fire engulfs them all. Like, why (laughs) is it so hard? And Wendy had an interesting take about maybe why she kept getting cut off. I thought, yeah. Yeah.
2: Here's what I thought. There are two points in this movie, regardless of all the other problems that I found. There are two points in this movie that I thought, oh, maybe this could be an interesting direction that it goes in. The first is when she's trying to tell the mother that she's gay and dating this girl. And the, the mother, mother like, just keeps, yeah, okay, whatever. No, You're not going to be sure. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, spoiler, of course, are doing spoiler. you a favor. Um, but <laughs> she keeps trying to tell her and the family what's going on. And the mother keeps just insisting, though, that she's with the, her her roommate, uh, Austin, Austin, who I did like him. But he, yeah, um, and a she while. let him, yeah but he she doesn't let him talk her talk she doesn't let her get the thing out that she wants to say and i thought you know what it'd be interesting if it's because she knows because the mom knows what she's trying to tell her and she's just trying to avoid hearing it i thought you know what if that's the way they're going with this then okay that's an interesting take obviously that's not where they went with that um but then I'll get to the other point later in, in the film discussion. Yeah. But that was the first time I thought, well, maybe this is going to go in an interesting direction where the mom is literally cutting off because her off because she doesn't want to hear what she knows she's going to say. Right. right. Again, so that's
0: an, an important point. point credit. Yeah. No, right. And it, uh, when she said that, I thought, oh, like I got some renewed hope for the movie. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's going to, okay, that's going to be interesting. Uh, and that's an important that thing that we kind of overlooked, the fact that, even with this terrible plan that she has going then it another wrench is thrown in because her roommate Austin who right. who, who the family knows and likes that you know he they've been roommates for a few years um he his plans fell through so he ends up showing up unannounced to Lauren but her family knows because they had I guess had invited him separately um you know to come on by so he drops by right and so she had already told everyone Hey, I'm, I'm dating someone new. I'm going to bring them to. Uh, and she had even because they asked her before he got there. Well, who's this
1: new boyfriend? Who's this right. new boyfriend?
0: So she had told them that it was a boyfriend already. Great, great idea. Okay,
1: so <laughs> or didn't correct them when they like, assumed it was right. A
0: boyfriend. Didn't exactly. She yeah. could have been more vague. Um, and so. <laughs> then austin shows up she's like oh my god what are you doing here they're gonna think we're together and of course they do and then it escalates they think like she's pregnant with this baby and then yeah. he for some reason tells her dad that they slept together once and uh, i i don't know guys <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time austin's just kind of hanging around and austin is like a likable dude i liked him up to a certain point and i was yeah. like dude uh, he's, yeah, I mean, he, he
2: was a good actor. I liked the guy. He a clean. stronger he's, actor, yeah. He's the lead in, uh, he played the lead in Godfriend and Me, which just got canceled, uh, The Mayor. So he's, I remember thinking early on, he seems like a little, he's really good. And apparently he is, because he's gotten other shows. Of course, he did this before he got Godfriend and Me and actually had an actual real series, but um, mm. but post The Mayor. But he was, I liked Austin. He had some issues later, but I liked him. Yeah, he got, he, and it took a weird turn, like
0: an out-of-character turn. Like, as did much of the movie. It took <laughs> weird turns that you're like, why? It was already going, it was already so bad. Like, why do this? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, and I also want to know before we get too deep into the plot,
1: about the
0: um, lighting. Oh, the my God. The abundance of lighting, Abund- overabundance. What were they thinking? One of the reviews very overlit. They had a very pale uh Haley's or I'm sorry, Lauren's girlfriend. Haley was a very pale lady with blonde hair. Right. Yes. And they lit every scene just like they put t- 15 lights on the entire room. The and it was lights. just flat. It was flat. <laughs> and even the scenes with Haley, I'm like, my God, she's like blending into the back <laughs> of the wall. It was distracting for me.
1: I was like, my God. Well, in the very first scene is like, oh, what's so bright? Like the first thing I noticed about the movie was that it was way too bright. Yeah. Not a good start.
0: And it was, yeah, it was all, it like washed them out, you know? Yeah. And it made it very uninteresting looking.
1: Yeah. So, it, 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 they took every light from the truck. They set them all up. <laughs> They
0: put them on the same level, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and just, Ugh. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so Lauren goes home. She tries to tell her parents. I don't I've I I didn't keep track of how many times she tried to tell her family.
0: There's no way to keep track. There was It's a lot. Because like it was so ridiculous. Normal. I tried to like block it out. Yeah, it was like almost every scene. It, yeah. it was uh, <laughs> I was yelling at the TV and not in a fun way. Like, mind you, I'm all about like fun. Like, Oh no, she didn't tell her. Oh God. All right. But like, it got to this point. I'm like, if you don't fucking tell her right now, <laughs> I'm going to like, what the hell? Someone's getting mad. Are you is having issues. Mad. Like what is going on?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There were plenty. And they of-
0: tried to make up for it later. They tried to explain it somehow, but it did not work for me.
1: No, it felt like they were trying to shoehorn in a reason for all the the oh, hijinks. Okay,
2: which was another. If you're talking about the little twist at the hotel later on, okay. Well, another interesting. What can we go back? I don't know. Maybe you're going to talk about it. I don't take it away. No, from I you. can say this because this is closer to the end of the movie. Please, Clint, can you continue? Okay. to? Uh, continue.
0: Another more technical yet creative, definitely creative issue was the lack of music during these quote hijinks. There was oh, no, like, do, 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 you know, like, ha- kind of, like, music pushing it or kind of, like, setting that tone. There was no music during any of those, like, you know, uh, zany interactions. Well, um, yeah. every none of them had any. They had, uh, during some transition scenes, they had some stuff, but there was nothing driving it. There was nothing, like, setting that tone, moving it forward. It was You're totally silent. right. Yeah. And that made it so much more awkward and like anxiety yeah. inducing for me.
2: Yeah. And I feel like at the tone that some of the scenes when the family was in and Cloris was there and they were having these goofy moments like it's a scene that in a, in a, like a crazy Diane Keaton movie where Diane <laughs> Keaton's daughter is coming out to her or whatever, trying to everybody knows what they're going for and it's over the top acting and it's the music's coming in and it's quirky and it's just the way it's done adds to the, the zaniness of the moment in the situation. Mm-hmm. This it's almost like you're watching real people awkwardly having this experience and it's not pleasant and it's edited weird and everything's really bright. And, and they held on some of these
0: unpleasant. And a lot of it was very long. Yeah. Too much. And you're like, okay, just stop. And then they just, they I feel like there was a lot of ad-libbing in the movie. Agreed. That was unnecessary. That just kept like they're rambling at the end a lot and I, I I don't know. I I don't know why they left that in, but it was just too much. And then there was no music under it. And I don't need like zany quirky music, but just just something, something. under yeah. there.
2: Yeah, it was missing something. It had this weird empty feel. And even sound-wise, like I think we commented at one point like It There was no even real sound, like any sort of background ambient kind of sound. It was just, Hmm. there was, it was just Hmm. felt this weird vacuum of voices and this trying to be madcap funny and not, and, you know, there's just so much that goes into that, like the pacing and the acting and the level of everything that just wasn't there. It's almost like, and then there were times where I thought they had some potentially nice moments that. Like almost like if it had an indie feel, it's like it was two weird kind of mix of film types in this, mm. but that didn't work together. Mm. Eh. Oh, God, <laughs> Tara's <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> so Haley,
0: Haley, the girlfriend, the poor girlfriend that has to come into all of this ridiculousness who kind of thought it was like not the greatest idea from the start. She was on to something or she kind of was like, "Uh." so then she realized, like she realizes that Austin is there and she has a beef with Austin. And the whole time I thought, Oh, well, you know, obviously she's jealous of Austin. Um, I thought like, maybe uh, it's revealed later on that Austin and Lauren slept together once, like years ago. Right. Um, uh, So I thought, well, okay, well maybe Haley knows that. And she, that, upsets her or that makes her more um insecure you know uh and but we've learned but <laughs> we'll save that for later um anyway so she's not happy that austin's there and then of course more zaniness lauren i didn't know he was gonna be here i didn't know oh god uh! and having to go between her and austin and oh don't tell her what's going on uh, yeah so that's all happening too and Haley is kind of like not having it. At one point, she tries to leave, and I was just like, please, girl, please leave. Get out of there. <laughs> but she was convinced in a ridiculous, oh, I can't even.
1: I there were so guys. many moments in this movie where if I were Haley, I would have left. I would have just walked yes. out the door. Like, are you kidding like,
0: me? Yeah, I would have been like, look, I get your, your intention of bringing me here, and you want to. Me, to meet everybody, but I don't feel like this is the time or place to do that. I'm here now. I'm realizing now I'm just gonna go just tell I'm them not feeling well I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. and you know what you stay. right you tell your family on your own time. I don't think it's appropriate for me to be here right now, Well
2: apparently yeah, she had catch like a train to get there, so she couldn't just then, drive home easily
0: but still i would I would
2: take walk to the train exactly it been better <laughs> that's too. what Uber is for. I would have found a hotel if I had yeah, to. right.
0: Ugh. Uh, ex- especially when I show up and everyone, not just Austin's there, and you still have to come out to everybody, but the fact that they're not only convinced that Austin and Lauren are dating, but that mm-hmm. they think Lauren is pregnant with his baby and his dad's all mad that they, like, quote, moved in together without telling anyone, and he, like, forces Austin to tell them, tell him that they slept together.
2: That was really awkward. <laughs> okay, there was a funny moment, though, where she's trying to convince them she's not pregnant. So she stands up and guzzles, <laughs> guzzles a whole glass of wine. And she's like, there is no baby. And the mom just like, you killed the baby. You just killed <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, you just killed the baby. Yeah. so That was kind of funny. There were like a handful of kind of funny moments.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like there's it, this plot is overly complicated.
2: Yeah. There's so like, much to be said about
1: it. There's, you know, her mom, the grandmother, I get no, the mom, the mom is going through issues because her her father just died.
0: Right. And her drug dealing brother is like living off of her right now. Well, and then the he's brother, there and those zany antics where he smokes weed and starts a fire. Right. Sorry, sorry Steve,
2: but you're annoying. Steve Gutenberg's character was, it's was horribly unlikable. And then and the like,
0: mom character and he – they were, like, fighting and, like, shoving each – you know, it got weird for me. I was like,
1: what? And then uh, and then there's a motel. <laughs> yeah, they own a hotel or a
0: motel. Motel. It's the motel. family, the mom, the family owns a motel, right? So when the house okay. burns down,
1: that's when right. Haley
0: first tries to leave. She's like, no, I got to get out of here,
1: right? <laughs> you people are crazy. And, okay,
0: let's not forget, though, guys, that Lauren's brother – Lauren told her brother that she was gay and with Haley. And Lauren's brother said, who's also very annoying, yes. said, I feel like we have a real chemistry. You know what? I, you owe me for making out with some of my guy friends. So I'm going to get you back. And I'm going to make out with your girlfriend. If I, you know, I, that's my plan today. I'm going to make out with her, right? There's that going on. Um, yeah. And so Haley's trying so hard to leave. She's like, this is just terrible. She's like over it. Rightly so, and she's not a likable character for me either. Like, I none mean, none of them
2: really are. No, not many of them are.
1: I'll say no.
0: So, she is like, Head, she's like, Look, your brother's gonna drive me to the train station. Um, and then she's convinced, uh, I, I can't even describe it. Uh, <laughs> it was a scene that was too long. To She's convinced to stay. She now they're all going to the motel to have to finish Thanksgiving. Right.
2: Then there's something with the
0: turkeys. Turkey yes, uh, the turkeys falls yes. on the ground oh. and he watches it off.
1: If you dropped an entire cooked turkey in the parking lot of a motel, how would you try to clean it off? <laughs> would you put it in a what sink? Turn on the faucet and use hand soap? So well I would have but...
0: soap all over it.
2: Maybe I would have skipped the hand soap, but I would probably done everything else he did. Well, right.
0: You can rinse it off and then add yeah, spices. Again, just right? like- and put it back in the oven, maybe it should kill like like that's the
2: biggest problem with this film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was bothersome.
1: My it biggest issue.
0: Unnecessary and bothersome.
2: Yeah. Yes. Oh, it was quirky comedy.
1: I also have some advice. If you're going to a motel, never lay on top of the comforter. That is disgusting.
2: Ew! (laughs) Ew.
1: They did this several times.
0: Ugh! Ugh! It's not safe. No. Well, (laughs) that's a whole other stressor I didn't think about while watching the film. Thank goodness.
1: Um. But no, like okay, so then there's even a moment where Lauren and her dad are alone. He's looking at he's looking on the internet for how to carve a turkey. Mm, they yes. are alone together. She has more than enough time. She tries she starts to come out to him. He interrupts her. Then just tell him. Where are you going? What are you doing? Just tell him. Just And she walks away.
2: And he comes up with a mom story, a story with her mom. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, it was like,
0: oh, I know your mom's really stressed today. Like, he interrupts her, goes a totally different direction, and talks about, you know how stressed out your mom is, and she's just trying to get through today, and, you know. But I'd still just be like, that's not what I'm trying to tell you. I'm gay. This is ridiculous. I don't want to make my girlfriend feel this uncomfortable. You guys need to understand. She's my girlfriend. She's here. That's it. She
1: does not do that.
0: She doesn't do that. It's, it's not hard once you've had 50 tries of practice, right?
2: And again, all these things could have maybe been fun with a different tone and different everything. But and they just worked. weren't.
1: <laughs> yes. And then, guys, the cartel shows up.
2: The cartel. <laughs> oh, God. You know, when they first said, we're the cartel wait, and we're being kind of wait. friendly, I thought it was like a musical group called the cartel and there was some confusion. <laughs> but no, no, they were, were a real cartel. With samurai swords. Maybe. With a sword. But, okay, wait, wait. Let's take it back a little bit, guys.
0: Sure. Because I think before this, maybe shortly after, but I think it was before all of that started happening. Um, before the, uh, that, Austin, all of a sudden, yes. is like, oh, maybe yes. she, he has a talk with Lauren. And Lauren's like, oh, you know, thanks for helping me out today. And, he, and then she's like, well, and Austin says something along the lines of, well... Maybe everyone thinks we're so good together because we actually are. He's like, maybe we could, you know, give this a try. And he kisses her. And then what happens? Unnecessary.
1: Haley walks in.
0: Haley, of course, of course, them. And then Haley decides, (laughs) oh hell no. And then she goes in. She kisses her brother.
1: Sure. Makes sense. This is
0: not a. Not a, um, Not a
1: healthy relationship. A healthy
0: relationship. No. <laughs> and then after the kiss, <sighs> after she sees, after she kisses the brother, then like Austin comes in and he says something along the lines of, and your dad maybe tell him we slept together. And Haley goes, what? Oh, right. You guys slept together? Oh, Yeah. <sighs>
1: She didn't tell Haley that they had set. Uh, they had they so set together.
0: A turn. So he, yeah. she just didn't like him because she didn't like him. She didn't yeah. even know that much, right?
1: Yeah.
2: She was just jealous of how close they were, and right. and and then then Lauren's only been dating this girl for like six months, and he had a good point. He's like, I've been living with her for three years. You've only known her for six months, so yeah, I do know her better than you, yeah, right. Which is they did have an interesting exchange about that, um, right, mm. and.
0: Yeah, so that all happened. And then Haley Haley finally did let leave, right? She leaves.
1: And then her parents, I forget who it was, but someone asked Lauren, oh, where's Haley going? And she says, she's leaving because of you. <laughs> Thank you! No, no. <laughs> no! She is not leaving because of I... them, Lauren. Leaving because you're a horrible girlfriend.
0: Yes! <laughs> what My are dad. you saying?
1: Woman is crazy. Your ridiculous
0: behavior and the way you treated her while she was there. Oh <sighs> God, she's leaving. Oh, and and then I thought, is that really, what they thought that movie was was portraying to us that she was just this innocent bystander. And she was trying her best to tell, like bullshit. I'm <laughs> gonna do it. You do it. If you're gonna ha- have this terrible plan, then you got to go through with it. You can't think that this is gonna go how you uh, perfectly. I don't know what. Yeah.
1: Uh, it was flawed from the beginning.
0: Yeah. And then the There's cartel, and then Chloris Leachman <laughs> attacks them with a turkey. <laughs> yeah, they're scared off by Chloris Leachman in a wheelchair. They have a samurai sword. And a okay. And then they wheel, they thrust Chloris Leachman in her wheelchair. <sighs> and she throws and that's the turkey a turkey at him. That scares him away. <laughs>
2: And then the mom, of course, is not worried about any of that. She's just sad because her turkey is now destroyed. Right. And
0: she goes, was that my turkey? It's like, what, <laughs> what? Your priorities are way out of line. I think then we finally get to a point where Lauren is so fed up. It takes a drug cartel and her grandma throwing a cook a t- c- turkey for her to finally
2: say. No, no, I- no. You already had done that. Remember, they were already having dinner at the hotel. Because remember very cool Elaine Hendricks playing her aunt, I believe it was. Oh, right. Or some some relative cousin. She... I forget what happened, but she basically figured it out. And she confronted her and said, you're gay, aren't you? And that's here with Haley. And she admitted it. And Elaine Elaine Hendricks, because I'm calling her that because I don't remember her character name. But she was all like, I'm the cool aunt. Yeah, tell my daughter how. Oh, by the way, the teenage daughter has been hitting on Austin in very inappropriate ways. And, like, takes her shirt off and, like, grabs his thigh. And it's really hard to watch. So that's all. She's, like, teenager. But anyway. Like, 15. Yeah, so she Mm -hmm. actually kisses... She actually kisses uh, Haley in front of the whole family at the dinner table. Oh, I don't remember right. where this is in the whole se- thing of events, because I don't care. But, yeah, she actually did finally. Rage. Yes, I've blocked a lot of it out. But she does kiss her and admits right. it um, for whatever reason. So there's that. But, yeah, it's still, then I think it, Haley later finds out about the whole sleeping Austin. with Austin. Yeah. And still right, does right. all this stupid stuff and leaves. But at least at this point, she did tell the family. What the truth was. Well, yeah.
0: good for her. Good for her. <laughs>
2: I probably <I laughs> just, like, just took that stuff. Elaine Hendricks was cool about it. So, and, and she's cool. Right.
0: But, yeah. She had some funny moments in there too. Yeah. Elaine Hendricks. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? And then.
1: also so then oh, the yeah. next morning, right? Or am I jumping? Oh, ahead? yes.
2: It is the next morning. You're right. Well, there is a scene there. And I feel like it was at night. I can't remember where it actually happened. But there was another, the next moment that I thought maybe this is going to go in a really interesting direction at some point. Mm. Even though we were almost done with it. When I can't remember, she was yelling at Haley. I think she and Haley were having a fight at some point after the whole Austin thing. And, like, basically, Haley's like, Why can't you just tell her something? To where Lauren's response was, Because I don't want to be gay or something. That's right. And I just thought, Okay, here's another interesting twist. Maybe a lot of this not telling them was like, Because deep down, she doesn't want this. She's embarrassed of this. She doesn't want to be gay in her life. And, but then they never really did much with that either. Yeah, didn't go anywhere um, with that. And no. that was really random. And
0: then again, it draws me back to, then why the hell are you trying to tell your entire family all at once <laughs> on Thanksgiving and bring your girlfriend into that situation? If yeah. it, Why not do it privately? And then slowly work into that. Like, what? Well, uh, it, it just yeah. made no sense. It was something that didn't line up with her original
2: intention. Well, it's, it
1: yeah. didn't make any sense.
2: And then talking about the next morning, yeah, I think her mother comes to the hotel room and yeah. they do have, now here's where I thought, again, this was an, a moment that could have been a nice moment. They're having like a, a pretty cool mother-daughter talk about the whole situation <laughs> and yeah. the mother's pretty chill with it, but she's like, so is Haley the first woman you've dated kind of thing. And then, no, she's like, she doesn't respond like, no, I've I've had dated other women. She's like, well, I slept with a girl. Right. She could have been like, I've been with one other girl, right? <laughs> She used the term slept with. Yeah. Well, then they also, and then they have this random moment too where some lady who, there's some story about her paying her hotel money rent or whatever this was. She yeah. comes to the door, which basically takes the conversation outside. And it's still, they're mm. kind of having a nice conversation that in my mind, I'm thinking, this could have been a really nice moment if done pretty differently but keep it in the intimate hotel room then they're just kind of walking out there's traffic it's a one-shot there's no cutaways for any sort of emotion it's it's a scene that could have actually had some weight to it but they did Mm -hmm. it in a way that kind of took away from that plus there was some weird hard to understand ad-libbing that like you said it went kind of too long and it felt kind of ad-libbed in parts but it could have been a nice moment it's called rambling that's what was happening (laughs) or rambling nonsensical rambling
0: that had nothing to do with what they were trying to do and then she goes home and they are broken up. But then Lauren makes <laughs> a public gesture of love. She, she runs does. with some
1: music oh, yeah. behind her
0: finally. Um, <laughs> to the yoga studio where she finds uh Well, they met I in yoga, I think. Haley. Right. They yes, met they at yoga. Met yoga.
1: Oh, that's right. And
0: yes. Um And so she professes her love and her apologies and, you know, that she wants to be with her. And everything, it's a happy ending. Everything turns out fine. And they're going to move in together. Honorable
2: mentions. Oh, yes. She
0: asked her to move in with her. That's right.
2: Because she's told Austin she's leaving.
0: She's moving. Right. She did tell Austin when they got back that she's moving out. Now, honorable mentions for some of my favorite parts. There were several mentions of scissoring. Oh, are dear. you a scissor sister? What? How do you scissor? Um, <sighs> a lot of those kinds of topics. And then Austin had a great one, where the brother was there. And he was asking, "So are you really?" They also mentioned a couple of times. So you're a vegetarian. You don't eat any kind of oh, meat. Yeah. There's not even room for one sausage.
2: Yeah. And then,
0: and then he then goes, "Oh." Are you like a fish only kind of girl? And then Austin's like, yeah, there's a word for it. It starts with a P. And the guy was like, oh, a pescatarian. And he's like, no, a different P. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking, what? That's yeah, I not mean- like clever or funny. Like, okay. No. Cool, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, nice one, bro.
0: I'm like, uh- <sighs> yeah. I was just, and that's just one of those scenes that kept going. It kept going. They kept rambling, like stuff like that. And I, I just thought, why, why, why does this exist? <sighs> <sighs>
1: so,
2: so are you, know, you saying, think, what's your verdict? Did you like the movie? <laughs> so, so you liked it though, right? Yeah. Oh God. Oh
1: boy. Are there any other honorable mentions? <laughs>
2: Look, I like I I thought it There's had too many to, to count. Ugh, you can see remember. what look I having directed things myself that have not even made it to Netflix. Look, I give her the, all the credit for writing, directing, yes. getting these yes. star these people in it, like Cloris Leachman and um, Elaine Hendricks and Rob Moran. I mean, she had a good cast. Kevin Pollak was, like, was right. in it, but there then was like production journeys. companies, yeah. Bruce like Stern. there were some yeah, people in it and the had. whole
0: time i kept saying who does she know like who yeah. is like how did they get this money yeah. to do this
2: yeah they have so she, plenty
0: of lights
2: that's for sure They could yes, have yeah, ample lighting budget <laughs> so but <laughs> i think she wrote it she wrote it and directed it and starred in it so i give her all the credit because oh yeah. no i can't i can't do that kind of thing but in a way i can't judge at all but yet i am <laughs> And the same way I expect our stuff to get judged. But a lot of people who never even try to do this kind of thing and have no idea how difficult it can be judge all the time. They're called critics. But it's sure. um, But still, it's like there's things that you know, and that's part of it. You look at it and think, wow, like how could you not have trimmed this up? Or how could you not have realized this is pretty flat and add music. And and, and, and why you cast this guy is completely annoying. And but so yeah, I don't know how she got the 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 people that she got. Oh, Cloris Leachman is a legend and she's in your movie, like looking like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm funny. So I'm just going to say some stuff. And again, her saying itchy lady garden is the highlight for me. Cause that was just <laughs> yeah, funny. No. And it's Cloris Leachman. Um, yeah.
1: You could just cut all of but... scenes together and just watch that.
2: Oh yeah. I, I could watch her do anything, but yeah. And it, I feel like it had, if you'd, if, if it had gone sort of one direction or another, like completely over the top zany, crazy, Comedy with the music and the goofiness and the whatever. Then there's that, or completely yeah. like sort of more realistic feeling indie, without trying to be as goofy. or Just I don't know. It was like kind of weirdly yeah. in the middle, and most of the characters were completely obnoxious and unlikable.
1: And it was overwritten. Like cut out the hotel ho- yeah. stuff, cut out the cartel stuff, cut out the stuff with her right. the dad who lived down. Like right, right. Trim like twenty minutes. Like honestly, make this a short. Make it a short. Yeah. There's too much. Going it could have
2: easily been a short. And and then again, it wasn't like there was like I said, there were to- those two moments where it could have brought up some interesting stuff, but it was really just sort of a very long-winded, oh, I want to introduce my girlfriend and I'm never getting the chance. And it's zany funny antics, but except they're not zany or funny. And then in the end, you know, you kinda have that mother-daughter talk that gets weird. And, and there's a cartel and all of a sudden you don't want to be gay and
0: your girlfriend's kissing your brother. <laughs>
1: Hate yeah. When that happens, I mean, who hasn't had that happen in Thanksgiving?
2: <laughs> so again, if you watched it because we were watching it, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And if you so feel sorry, differently, guys. we really want to hear it. Uh, Look, it got like 89. Was it 89 percent? 89 percent around tomatoes. It, so it just it wasn't for me. Some of the viewer reviews were okay. like questioning the positive reviews, uh, and there was <laughs> you know,
0: I but I don't know. Maybe what? How many rainbows, guys? How many rainbows? Ooh.
2: Out of two. five,
1: two. Yeah, I think two is, is, uh, it's t- two seems accurate. It's mostly because Cloris Leachman was in the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm giving it 2.4 for Cloris Leachman. Um, what's the guy's name? The dad, her dad, Lauren's dad. I kind of like Rob Moran. I kind of like, he was, he was weird good parts, but he was okay.
1: Lauren's dad was, Ke- oh, did you say Lauren's dad? Yeah. Lauren's dad that's was Kev- Rob Moran. That's, that's Kevin, that's Kevin Pollak. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, him, oh, oh, that's Kevin. Halleck. Halleck.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Okay. But the real, so that makes it like 2.1 rainbows okay. out of five. But I give the extra 3.3 0.3 because of, because I know how hard it must yeah. have been to do this. And that yeah. so much work went into that. And there were some just missed opportunities. So I'm adding a 0.3 for. Okay.
2: Look, I looked her up. This is like the second thing I that she's got that. listed as yeah. having directed. So, Right. I give you know. her the credit for
0: assembling the cast. Yes. And like me, I,
2: I know as much as anyone, there are times when you shoot a movie in your head and you think this is how it's going to work. And you get back and you start working on it and editing it. And you realize, wow, I wish we could have done this completely different way. But you know what? Mm. You didn't. And it's shot and it's done. And you got to make the best of what you got. So, right. you know, there could be a point and- where she's thought, I wish I could have done more this direction or gone this way, but you just don't have it and you're not getting these people back and you gotta, you gotta, I mean, there, and I think there are ways that they could have tightened it up and made it better after the fact.
0: And I'm but- wondering if it was just a conscious decision in post not to adjust some of the lighting, like who, who approved yeah. that? Or, you know, or if it was just like over like they just it do. looked Right, sometimes there's nothing you can do, but uh 90% of it was just I mean, it was so overlit. Like they could have just turned off one of the lights. Right. And it would have been more interesting. And I I'm not a lighting person. Half of what do, we do is just us throwing up two lamps on people, but we know that much to at least try to give yeah. some kind of depth. And it was almost distracting because it was so flat. Mm-hmm. especially in some of the close-ups where you're supposed to be like yeah. they're Warren and, and Haley are interacting, but you're like, Oh, she, it's just so I, it's hurts my eyes to look yeah, at. It
1: take takes you out of the scene.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it took me a minute too to like, why does this not look right? Why does this look different? What is, and it takes you a while when you're watching a film to figure out what is missing. What's like, why is this not getting yeah. what it should, and especially after watching the, the film, uh, the half of it, was that what it was called? Yeah. I can't believe I'm. Yeah. But oh, it's, my um, goodness. Because that was so, oh, what a so difference. well done, so well acted, so beautifully shot. And so it just, you just don't, you get so in it, you don't really even think about those things because you're just in the story and in the characters. And, and the sound was so good. And even yeah. in the quiet parts, they still had the nature sounds and the
0: just these little things that drew you in and great music. And, you know, yeah. and I get that you can't get rights to music for small productions, it's really expensive, but still just something something to drive it for. Well, Go it on, uh, and, I don't
1: think there was, was a it. score. Like, I don't think there was a composer now that you're was, saying that. There was some music well, there drops. wasn't
2: a composer for our movie either. And trust me, we were able to make it work. <laughs> like I we could have found some goofy music and you buy the rights and put it on you there? pay yes. twenty dollars on audio jungle and you can
0: get enough the rights to do that kind of thing. Exactly. And oh you yeah can no find do
1: somebody,
0: yeah and it's just it was a missed opportunity that maybe would have changed a lot of how we felt about the flow of it.
1: Yes. And I maybe. think it's because seeing a movie like, is it, is it the half of it? I, I always think get the, that name wrong. Is it the, the, half the other of it, half of, yeah. of yeah.
0: it? I think, it's, I think it's the half
1: of it. You know, seeing that movie and then watching this movie, it's like we don't have to settle anymore. Nope. There are great nope. filmmakers making great queer content. So we don't have to like we don't have to like this movie. <laughs> no,
2: yeah,
0: but- and again, they had more chemistry in the half of it, and yeah. they were barely in any scenes together, and you could feel their chemistry more than what I felt for Lauren and Haley. Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah, I wanted that. And I them. feel like they overused like, a lot of gay movies. I find <sighs> lesbian, uh, in particular, is that they have to start out like they did in this movie with somebody making out with them mm. being all you know, and then I think like, okay, am I just making a double standard or or, does this happen a lot in straight movies too? And I think, no, it's like, they have to prove themselves first. Like, all right, they're a gay couple. We're going to have, we're going to give you the making out part. Right. We're going to kiss them. You know, they're kissing. See, and it's just like awkward. And it, it doesn't feel right in the moment. And it's not necessary to, to the plot. You're, yeah. I don't know, like, they opened well, the movie, like, like, with the parents,
2: right? With the parents, with her mom at the motel? I think that's how the movie opened. I don't remember. Or did it open then, with them? I think it opened with them in their apartment, and they were, oh, like, we're being maybe. all cutesy and all this. And for some reason, we just didn't like it right off. Yeah. And, you know, and it, and it didn't take me long to miss, like, the movie we watched last week, where it was more of just, they were barely even together. But, like, you could feel their chemistry and their getting to know each other intellectually and emotionally and by you know, this other way instead of just two people. That, and, and if you have the right actors and the right chemistry and the right writing, you can start them off like a happy relationship couple and it works. It just didn't. Right. And you think, oh, yeah, I see
0: why they're together. But them, it was just like, ugh. No. no. Like, we didn't like it from the start. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't work for me at all. And I didn't like watching it. But then almost <laughs> every other time they're together, they had to do some kind of kissing or some kind of something and i get it like we don't get to see that much on tv right so we're like ready for it but also give it make it more meaningful because it's not just happening unnecessarily all you know and i get it you know people in real life you might kiss your significant other all the time but like in a movie it just it feels forced (laughs) It's like this forced chemistry that we're supposed to be like, oh, or, oh, oh, yay, a lesbian kiss. Right. And, like, that didn't, that was the least of the problems. Like, they, that, they didn't need to throw that. They needed to make
1: a number. Right. Work on some other other stuff. Yeah.
0: Or just the chemistry in general.
1: So, have you guys ever seen um, the show, the Netflix show Master of None with Aziz Ansari?
0: Oh, no. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen
1: it. There is an episode called the Thanksgiving episode. It's written by Lena Waithe and it's about her. You, you follow her. I've only, that's the only episode of, of the show I've seen because of the, cause I've heard about it and it's you, you follow her through her adolescent into her adulthood and it takes place over all the Thanksgivings that she's had with her family and she eventually comes out and it is fantastic and it's only yeah. 45 minutes.
2: Okay. I want to so, watch it just to, for a contrast. Two, so, I
1: want, so please yeah. watch it and see what, what can be done. Uh, in a similar situation of a, a lesbian coming out to her family in Thanksgiving. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Master of Can't None. What season? What? It is. I don't. Okay. But maybe season two. Yeah. Uh, please watch that. It's. It. You know. Again, we don't have to settle. There's so. There's. There's some good content out there. And we don't have to settle.
0: <sighs> okay. <But> maybe <laughs> that's just what you're looking for in the moment. So if it was, please tell us. Yes, please. We're
1: open. So listen, hopefully you'll trust us when we suggest this next movie.
2: <laughs> well, gonna, we have some pretty strong critical uh, backing on this. We're we do. It.
1: So this next movie that we're going to watch for our film festival is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Now it is a foreign film. so Be aware of that. Are there
2: subtitles? There There's are some subtitles. Oh, I do it's like reading. subtitles. I like that, though.
1: Uh, so we're, we're going to watch that. We'll talk about it next weekend and, uh, you know, listen, we're sorry.
2: i going to go out on a limb and say that one's going to be a little better.
1: I think you're going to like it. I think, I think we're going to be happy with it. All right. What's
2: Portrait nice? of
0: a lady on fire. That's it. It's oh, yeah.
1: I believe it's on, I think it's on Hulu or you can rent it for like three bucks on, um, cool. YouTube or something. It's out there. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Google
0: Play.
2: (laughs) You can write movies on YouTube.
1: I think so. I Think so. Yeah, you can check it out.
2: Maybe
0: Amazon. I'm checking Amazon too. Every kids
1: of
2: today have thought of everything. Those
1: kids. Well, that's our next stop. Wow.
2: Well, after all that ranting, I guess that's it, huh? (laughs) I'm tired. Emotionally exhausted. We should have called this Tara's rant. I know. (laughs) She she was not happy. She was ready to rant. All right. Well. On that positive note, I uh, <laughs> have something to look forward to. Uh, by the way, June is National adopt pet Month. So if you have Yay. the means and the space for a pet, go do a pet a favor. Awesome. Give a pet a new oh. home. If you're a bad home for pets, then don't do it. Don't need to bother. No. If you're good If you're
0: not ready, you're then do don't do it. But yeah, if you're, if, you're,
1: if you're a bad home for it or if you're not good at it, donate to your local yes, um, you animal your pet? charity.
0: Or you can't donate
2: like spend enough time with the pet. Yeah, totally. Donate. They need it. Right. I do. Just the, throwing that out there. I love that. Um, all right. And one last note, Jaws was 45 years old the day before we recorded this, which Aww. means I'm way older than that, and it's depressing. <laughs> but Jaws, perfect movie. Happy birthday, Jaws. Happy birthday, and, Jaws. Uh, if you'd like to tweet any of your reactions to Les Lesbom or anything <laughs> else we have spoken of, so intellectually and articulately today, uh, that the Twitter is at Oddcast and so podcast. And on Instagram and Facebook
0: at
1: She Nerds Out Podcast. You can send us an email to she at gmail.com. And if you like the snop, you can subscribe, leave us a review, and uh, give us a rating. Why not? Yeah. Amen. Amen to that.
2: All right, ladies. Until next week, She Nerds Out. Ow. She Nerds Out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. I don't know where that voice came from. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it.